Hasn't really had too much involvement just yet. Kick toward the wing, that's a big fly and a great mark taken by Phoenix Foster. Tawoya wins it back for South Australia from the circles. They go inside 50 once more and going up. Distance won't be a problem. This is purely execution and the big man gets it done. Good high fly there from the red leg and a great contested mark in the end. Red legs. Pops it up to the top of the square. Oh, good intercept mark. No, that's a good mark from the red legs in fact. Same blow. Bit shaky, but he's drilled it. He's pretty happy about it too. This goal and a lot of bodies around this ball in South Australia will emerge. Phoenix Foster going inside 50. And Archie Lovelock has some space on his opponent. Send up for position of the arm, go up. Just grabbed him the extra height. Nice and balanced. Lean back a little. And he's moved it, but he's moved it straight through. And here come the red legs. Here we go, Finks. Now it's working. You got me? Yeah, got you now. It worked the. A few other guests I've had on, it's worked probably the third go as well. I don't know why it does this, but uh, finally got it working. So thanks for coming on. <laughs> no, mate, it's all good. I'm all happy to be here. Right. Thank you. All right, we'll start it up then. Being joined here by potential draftee Phoenix Foster. Thanks, Phoenix, for coming on. No, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, obviously, you've had a different journey to some in terms of the people I've had on so far in the potential top 10 range. And you're in a different range. How's the nerves feeling handing the draft of exactly a week to go until the draft starts next Monday night? Yeah, look, it doesn't start a weekly a week from today for me. Oh, no, I'm, a, I'm a day two boy. So, nah, look, I'm, I, uh, mm. the nerves are all right. Kind of just doing my best to distract myself from it. I've had a couple of meetings in the last couple of days. So, it's, it's not, I know mm. I'm around the mark. It'll be um, the 35, 40 plus range for me. So, um, yeah. No, nah, just make an afternoon out of it. Just kind of enjoy myself and have a couple of the boys around and um, just have a good mm. time. It's doing my best to, to keep myself distracted and not think about it too much, yeah. Are you happy to play any anywhere in terms of any state if it's outside of South Australia? Yeah, yeah, oh, that's all easy for me. I was a boarder, so I live on Air Peninsula in South Australia. So mm. I boarded in Adelaide the last three years. So the living away from home thing doesn't scare me at all. It's... um. It's something I welcome. It's a it's a new challenge. So, no, it doesn't it doesn't bother me at all. So, for people that don't know, you're one ninety seven centimeter key forward can play in the ruck as well. How would you best describe yourself if, to people that don't know much about you? Uh, I'm tall and I'm lanky. Um, <laughs> yeah, if, if you saw what Jeremy Finlayson did last year for Port, that's kind of who <laughs> I am as a footballer. A bloke who can swing through the ruck, but is mainly a key forward and hits the scoreboard. So it's um, mm. like to say I'm pretty elusive. Got a long kick, and I kind of I'm a competitor. So um, don't get outmarked. That's uh, that's me in mm. a nutshell. Um, yeah.
So at the national championships, uh, the 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 main ruck that had Harry Barnett was a late draw with Coburn. Then you took your opportunity from there. It says you you were named one of the best players in that particular game, the win against the Allies. Um, and then you end up keeping your position in the side. So you can kind of thank Harry for being out with Vilnius and uh, getting in that side. Because then you pretty much stayed in there from then on. Yeah, look, I I count my lucky stars. Like Harry's an unbelievable ruck in the state program. But yeah, I did. The, the cards did fall my way and I did get um, the, get the nod for that first game. And yeah, I probably played my best game for the year. Probably doesn't say it stats-wise, but the impact I had mm. was really big and we got, got our way with a win. So um, yeah, cheers, Harry. But I guess <laughs> it, it, it did. It... So I think it just cut out then. So what was the end of that? So you just said about Harry, you can thank him for getting the spot. Yeah, basically, like I, I don't, I think Harry's great. I think he's an unbelievable ruckman and he deserves all the accolades he gets. But um, no, mm. he didn't help me a little bit there, definitely. <laughs> How many clubs have you spoken to, and who would you say you've spoken to the most? Uh probably the Dons the most. Um, I had an mm. interview with them last. Last week, and, and probably Hawthorne, probably the two clubs I've spoken to the most. And I probably talked to nine, ten clubs over the year. Um, yep. Six showing real interest, um, mainly Victorian clubs. Uh, okay. Just um, that, just that need that I'll be willing to pick up a big, and that so going to be a bit of a bit of a project for them that they can roll out in three to four years and really make an impact. I'm not going to be a year one or year two player. Um, I, I know that. Mm. I'm, I'm real about it. I, I do my research. So. Um, Mm. Yeah, a, a three, four-year project that they can roll out like a Harry Mackay and really make an impact. Not on his level, obviously, but yeah. that, tour, that, sort of, that sort of player. Oh, yeah. yeah, you got a good friendship, with, obviously, with Matthias Philippe, who's one of the guys I've had on already. We, we've spoken about this a fair bit off-camera, off but uh, what's the friendship been like with him and to see how he's progressed and being the most self-confidence player in, the, or in this year's draft, at least? Yeah, we let him know about it. Um, yeah. yeah, so I didn't know him from a bar of soap, to be honest. This is coming into the year. Mm-hmm. I knew this bloke was from Woodville West Torrance. I heard he was all right. Um, <laughs> get into the state hub and oh, he's just a ripper bloke. And just we get along really mm-hmm. well and we we click straight away and we have similar interests. And I think me being his number one supporter and the number one bloke who brings him back down to earth, he's also the number one bloke that pumps me up. So um, mm-hmm. we, we go hand in hand really well. And um, oh, he's off doing wonderful things. And I think... Even though he's, he's your top ten pick, I still think people would be silly to pass on him past five. Mm. I think I think he's that type of player, and he can have that type of impact in the league. So, I um I think he's unbelievable. And um, we talk about playing for the same club. If that's the opportunity we get, well, then they get a dynamic duo. They get they get something yeah. special. So, yeah, no, it, oh, I love Matthias. He's a great bloke. Now it's funny you mentioned that about hoping to play at the same club potentially. You mentioned Essendon as well. Um, now when I spoke to Matthias, he did say to me on camera that he uh, had a very special meeting with the Bombers and um, he said another FA teammate. Can you confirm or deny if that was you? Look, Matthias was a bit more vague about it, but no, I, mm. I was the meeting before him and Adrian the door, okay. sitting over there in the corner and he's yeah. like, thanks, just just stay there. And I've gone, oh, shit, here you go. What's going on here? Yeah. Matthias walks in and I've just raved about him when he's <laughs> not in the room. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to tear shreds off him for a couple of minutes here and yeah. After I've just torn shreds off him, telling him how terrible he is, 
he looks over at me and goes, mate, what are you doing? And I'm like, and then obviously I gave him the pump up afterwards, just kind of scare him a little bit. So yeah, it's kind of that type of relationship, just kind of taking the mickey a bit. But um, no, yeah. he's, it was a very funny interaction, definitely. So you mentioned to Essendon and Hawthorne, would it be just a pure coincidence that you could potentially both end up being at the same club as Matthias is obviously linked to the bombs from pick four as well. So that'd be a cool uh, turn of events if that ends up happening. Oh, yeah. Uh, obviously, it's all up in the air. And I'm more ba- banking on that pick. team's pick, have picks late in the draft. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll be rooting for him on day one. Uh, and I'll be making sure that he... I'd blow up his phone and send him a bunch of hilarious text messages and I might even call him, try and scare scare him out of his pants. But, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm rooting for him. And if we end up at the same club, then that'll be amazing. If we don't, I'm just going to have to snipe him off on field, hopefully, and make sure sure he knows I'm there. Yeah, that's right. Um, so obviously now he's obviously got clearly got some self-confidence about himself. And like I said, it is a good thing to have because a lot of players like him, you know, not so much talk about self talk about themselves as much. Are you similar to him or are you much more toned down compared to him about, in terms of talking about yourself? I think behind closed doors, I'm a bit more confident. I kind of try yeah. to keep it a bit more reserved on camera and talking to people. Yeah. I kind of try to deflect most of the time. Don't like talking about it too much, but if you get me going, mm. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how it is. And especially around Mateus, I have to kind of dial it up, have to meet his level sometimes. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I am pretty confident on the field. Um, I'm confident in my ability and what I can do. So um, I never lack confidence when I'm out there. Um, but I try, I try to deflect a little bit when I'm off field, kind of try to bring everyone else yeah. up. That's fair. Um, what club did you grow up for growing up? Or club did you barrack for, sorry, growing up? Um, so I didn't really barrack for a club. I was a massive Gay Ablett Junior fan. So okay. I kind of followed him to Gold Coast and I was – one of the inaugural mm. Gold Coast fans. I um I followed him through the dog days and it was pretty terrible. But um when he left, I kind of made the decision that young Harry Petty from Melbourne. Um he okay. he was one of my next door neighbours when I was growing up. So that connection there kind of drew me to support Melbourne. And when he got drafted in 2017, they were pretty terrible. So I was like, oh, this isn't really too much of a bandwagon. They're not they're not great. They'll they'll be yeah. okay for a while. Obviously, that's kind of kind of looks like a bit of a bandwagon now, jumping on that ship. But yeah. I'm a massive supporter of Harry and everything that he's doing, and I think he's very undervalued in the league. And as a third defender in that Melbourne back line, I feel like he doesn't get a lot of shine for the amount of hard work he puts in. So I'm outside of his family. I'm probably Harry's number one fan. I've, I've followed his career really closely, and um, that's probably my inspiration. That's who I follow. Yeah. Mm. So you mentioned with the meeting with the Bombers with Mateus and the meeting up or before. Um, has there been any weird recruiting questions you've had um, from any type of recruits? Because in the past, I've seen some in the past say, if you were a car, what car would you be? And I think one of the guests I had on said, about name six famous people you go out for dinner with. Have you had any odd questions or any weirder questions than that, those? I don't think I've got anything odd or strange, but I was in a Hawthorne yeah. meeting and Sam Mitchell's eyeball on me and I'm pretty scared at the moment. I'm trying to contain myself and trying to just smile through it. But he said, all right, so we're playing you forward and Mitch Lewis goes down and Stephen May comes and sits next to you. And I'm, what are you doing? And I've gone, I'm looking at him blank faced and I'm just like, oh, I have no idea. I'm just going to get bullied by Stephen May. He's a hundred kilos and he's massive. Like I've, I've got nothing on this boat, but I kind of, mm. in my head, I'm like, just say something, just say something. And I tried to articulate the whole runaway, don't try and get parked under the ball with him in the most intelligent way possible. And I said, oh, I'll just mm. get him off this spot. I'll, 
I'll get out in front. I'll, I'll make sure it's easier to kick, for the midfielders to kick it to me. But in my head, I'm, mm. just, I'm just going to get bullied by this guy. He's one of the best defenders in the league. He's an All-Australian fullback. I've got no hope. But, mm. um, yeah, that was probably one of the most intense, weird questions I got. It just came out of left field. Mm. I wasn't ready for it at all. So, yeah, no. thanks, Sam Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's funny you mentioned Stephen May, actually, because he seems to be one that you can easily get in under their skin and he seems to give away a lot of free kicks. So I can kind of understand where Sammy's coming from to try and uh, throw him off his game at least. Um, yeah, and obviously, as you said, he's a great, great player. Yeah. Any advice you've been given from any of your coaches at Norwood or any of your lower-level coaches or anyone for South Australia? You got any advice that sticks oh. out to you that they've given you over your time? Yeah, I think especially this year, it was just tone it back, just... Just you don't have to be the star of the show, especially being a ruckman or a key forward. Just let let your game, let the ball come to you, let the game come to you. Don't force anything, and just be really relaxed and comfortable in your skin, and just make sure that you you're working hard behind the ball, so that when it's your time to go, you're ready to go and you're ready to impact the play. So I think it was the whole mm. just relax, let the game come to you. Don't force anything. That was massive this year for me instead of me trying to go find the footy or trying to force stuff and not really working out so i think that mm. this year was probably pretty massive for me that's good so outside of uh will ashcroft who now you pull, i think i know what this answer is going to be but i've got to ask it anyway outside of will ashcroft who would you say the best player in the, is the best player in this year's draft outside of ashcroft would you say mateus so i'm sure he'll be eager that's, to hear that answer <laughs> that that's my <laughs> bias and i'm always going to pump him up and i think he's I think he's great, mm. um, but mm. I think the, the Harry Sheasels of the world. Um, there's a couple mm. of blokes from WA that I think are pretty underrated. Probably not the best player in this draft, but definitely underrated. I saw a bit yeah. of them. After we played Vic Metro, we stayed around and watched a bit of their game. and They're just the way they hit the footy. It's they're very similar to country football. It's um, hit the ball yeah. hard, hit a body hard, and then you you just ride it and keep going. So I really respect those footballers that do really put their body on the line and really play hard, congested, contested football. Um, but I feel like, yeah, I think Matthias has the entire package. I feel like he's definitely the best player outside of Will Ashcroft mm -hmm. in this draft. And then I definitely think the top five to 12 is really congested. And then we kind of take yes. a little step down. And um, mm. But no, I feel like there's four or five blokes that could definitely be the best player in this draft. And, yeah, I feel like it, there's a, it's definitely high class. It's definitely true. And, I mean, Mateus is the X factor of this draft. If, if you don't want to say it, I will, because, you know, he's the type. You've got a lot of inside mids and small forwards in that top 10, 12 range. But outside inside those 12, he's probably the most exciting one of the crop because of the ability he can play in multiple positions and change a game without having to get 30 possessions every game like some do. Um, any superstitions you got before ga on game day? Oh, I, I'm really badly, really bad on superstitions. I have the, yeah. from basically from morning to the game start, is I have the mm. whole routine set out. And I don't yeah. have, they're pretty normal, like just wake up time, sort of eat for breakfast and stuff like that. Probably the weirdest one yeah. is I'm not, a, I'm not a big music person before games. Uh, yeah. Especially if I'm, if I'm driving with someone to games, I'll put music on just kind of to relax. But if I'm driving by myself, I'll just chuck a podcast on or, even just chuck the radio on and just kind of listen to that kind of takes me away from the yeah. game. I don't think about it. Just kind of relax. And I like to be calm. I'm not a massive rev head before games. I'm not trying to run through a brick wall. I'm trying to <laughs> just be, just be super calm. And when I get out there so I can think about what I'm doing and I'm not super, super like just trying to hit a body. I'm just, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. So 
probably mm-hmm. the podcast before games and then right boot before left boot, stuff like that. Just just little stuff mm-hmm. and that keeps me comfortable and in the zone before before I run out. So you mentioned before about some players that are um, underrated with those WA guys like Ruben Ginby and Elijah Hewitt and some guys like that, Ed Allen. Um, who do you think out in this draft range is not so much talked about as often that you would say is the most underrated outside probably the top five or so? Who thinks probably underrated in terms of they're not being really talked about in terms of being in the top 20-odd or so? Oh, if I was to go off the SA boys, I'm, yeah. I think even though Jacob Ryan is talked about as a bloke that'll go in the top 30, I think what he does, mm. if he if he puts on five more kilos, he's going to be a James Sicily-esque type player. Like He's, he's ridiculous mm. at what he does and he's a great thinker of the ball. Um, I think players like Archie Lovelock and Billy Dowling, accumulators of the footy, but they're not just accumulators. They do so much more. Mm. They're smart. They they run to the right areas. They impact the play in in the forward line and in the back half of the ground. And those players that probably get overlooked because they play in the SA for SA and NFL. But if those yeah. blokes play, if those blokes play in the NAB league and accumulate the stats they do there, then they're first rounders. It's just the nature of being outside Victoria and just not having as many yeah. eyes on you. It's it's just how how it works and players especially at Nord you have the Harvey Peddlers Bowie Baldwins Alex Van Wick is a big ruckman who's definitely underrated that I mm. that I love I, Wicky is an absolute legend and I think that if he did what he did in the NAB League this year would he'd be a, he'd be an Australian ruckman I think the amount of contested marks and stuff he he took this year and the way he rucked is is um is unbelievable so there's a few blokes that probably aren't in the draft contention, I really hope Harvey gets picked up. Um, he's got yeah. all the X factor in the world. So I think of those blokes, that's definitely who I think is underrated going into this draft. Who who would you say has been the toughest matchup for you, whether that's been for Norwood or for South Australia in the State League? Who would you say is the toughest matchup for you so far? Oh, probably in the internal trial, internal trial of the state program, probably Barney. He just mm. runs, man. Mm. Just... I remember going up and I got a centre clearance and I remember turning around and looking at him and he was just already off. He was already gone, ready to run to the next spot. And I remember yeah. Max Michael Lanny coming up to me like, Phoenix, you need to follow him. And I'm like, I can't. I can't follow him. The guy's an absolute <laughs> stallion and he just runs all day. And I um, probably Barney, but at State League, I got a, I got a lot of underrated, really talented defenders. And one of those probably being Jack Hodges from North Adelaide. Really good defender, yep. just smart, knows what he's doing, takes a lot of good marks, and um, those North Adelaide boys are big and they, they know what they're doing. Mm. i just read a few fan comments here. Cooper, this is not me, different Cooper, says, good luck in the draft, Phoenix, do the red legs proud. Uh, another one, Liam Rippon said, this is such quality, and I believe he does mention something else again, and I think you know, may know him going off the line of his yeah. questions. He said, did you like the boundary coach at Norwood this year? I'm assuming that's him. Yeah, Rippo, absolute legend. Top class man, absolute awesome coach. Uh, gave me a few stern words telling me to run run defensively this year. Um, yeah. And I, on, the big man on the headset down at the boundary line uh, does the job well, absolutely. Rippo does say, I reckon Harvey Pedler is underrated. Um, Studsy says, on. I reckon Harvey Fleming is an outside chance. I'm scrolling a bit further back, so that's why I don't know what what these are entailing sometimes. But anyway, um, Beans, I really do appreciate you coming on and uh, hopefully uh, our dreams will be realised on, on the Tuesday night. Um, 
hopefully don't have to worry about the rookie draft and just worry about that Tuesday night. So all the best. Hopefully everything goes well for you and uh, see you in draft colours in or team colours Tuesday night. Cheers, Scoops. Thank you so much for this. Right. It's been a pleasure. No worries. Appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers.